And then his son was out trying to tame one of the the stallions and he fell off and he broke his leg. And the whole town was like, what terrible luck. And the farmer says, we'll see. And the next thing you know, their country is going to war and they started a draft. Well, his son couldn't be drafted because of his broken leg. And the whole town said, what good luck you have. And I think that's just a really powerful um, story when it comes to gratitude and really like good and bad being so relative because we can't always see the bigger picture. And so what we might think is bad today, we're going to have gratitude next week, next year, years from now, seeing that that thing actually brought us so much closer. And it was like such a pivotal moment in a bigger picture that we just couldn't quite see yet. Stay connected to gratitude. Hit the follow button right now and join thousands of listeners tuning in each week. We're the Gratitude Seekers. Come join us. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Our guest from today graduated with honors from nursing school and, after seven years, realized it was not where she could make the most impact. She started two companies, a nutrition company and a company called Especially For You, which was dedicated to bringing fitness and nutrition to the special needs community which led her to found Evolve Beyond Limits. She continued to draw on her in-depth understanding of the physical body, combining it with the power of connecting to the mental, emotional, and energetic bodies through intuitive tools and practices to offer a comprehensive approach to helping women reclaim their divine nature. She has dedicated her time to studying different modalities and healing techniques, including human design, shamanism, tantra, Ayurveda, and the chakra system. She's a human design master and spiritual mentor, and her name is Stacy Gizal. Welcome, Stacy, to the Gratitude Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. My pleasure. So, firstly, uh, I forgot to ask to ask you beforehand if uh, I'm pronouncing the name correctly. I hope I didn't mess it up too much. <laughs> yeah, you did great, Stacy Geisel. Like, and the amount Geisel. of okay. different places, like I don't know, it, it's I get all types of things. So I think you you crushed it. Okay, thank you. Like uh, at least here in Europe, like um, there there are quite a few names in in the U.S. that have um, European origins, and I tend to. Uh, to just pick <laughs> one of the countries and, and go for that, you know, like French or German or something like that. And I try to to pronounce it in, in that way. So <laughs> you did good. <laughs> All right. That's, that's good. That's good. All right. So um, what I would love for us to, to speak about is um, the, the, the types of, from uh, human design, the human design types. And um, I would love for us to, to explore uh, what are some, some things that we can do 
as a generator, as a projector, as a manifester, as a reflector to experience more gratitude. And uh, in case our listeners don't know what we're talking about, um, they can go to your to your website to create a chart based on their um, data, date of birth, right, and place of birth, and uh, find out what type they are in human design. But I'll let you um, talk a little bit more about this. Yeah, I would love to. I'm so excited um, to talk about this topic and just kind of give this this opportunity to your audience and be with them because human design, I, I like to say, if you're not familiar with human design, like um, we were talking about, you can go to the website, you can pull up your chart, you just need your birth date, your birth time, and the city and state in which you were born. And it's going to, human design is a it's a combination of ancient, like ancient science, modern science, and all of these things kind of pulled together. And what I love about it is it, produ- it provides you a chart of pretty much who you were born to be. So I say it's kind of like the cheat code into, um, into really having like a deep understanding of who you are. And so the thing that I love about human design is we can take all kinds of different personality tests and we take them and we're like, oh yeah, that sounds just like me. Well, of course it sounds just like you because you answered all the questions, right? Like, and <laughs> some of that, like, I think anything that we can use to get a better understanding of ourselves and become more aware is really powerful. The thing that really drew me to human design is that you have this chart and the entire thing is who you were really like born to be. So it's going to show you everything that's lit up in your chart or is colored in is kind of like the things you are here to, um, that you're kind of here to teach the world. So it's the, it's the piece I call like a lot of them, like your power traits. That's the things that you're radiating out to the world. So think about yourself like a, like a radio signal and you are pushing those things out to the world and people can learn a lot from you in these things. And they're like the things that you're radiating 24 seven, like whether you realize it or not, you're doing it. Um, but with those things, there is, there's a duality to them, meaning that, meaning that you can either be using them for to in like a really high vibration way where you're empowering yourself and you're empowering others. And it's like the most magnificent parts of, of this particular, you know, design or whatever it is that you're looking at, at your chart, but you can also be using them for destruction. Like there's a whole, there's another side to it where if you don't have a deep understanding of yourself and like understanding of your human design, then you might have these traits, but you're kind of like radiating the, the destructive parts of the trait instead of the really empowering part of the trait. So that's one thing to understand about your human design. And then the other thing that I love about it is that if you look at your chart and there's, there's, there's always going to be white space and the white space doesn't mean that it's not who you are. It means that it is, um, it's actually very pliable, meaning that you get to kind of fill that space with whatever you want. And those are the things that we're learning from our outside world. So in that white space is where we tend to hold a lot of our stories, a lot of our limiting beliefs, a lot of the things that are actually holding us back because our ego 
would rather fill that space with something, even if it doesn't serve us, than leave it empty. <laughs> so it's kind of like, think about the white space in your chart, like a bucket that's empty and you get to fill it with whatever you want. So if a story is no longer serving you and, you know, like I, in my clients, I really help them understand, like, what are the stories that we've filled this bucket with? And are they serving you? And if they're not, you get this opportunity to be like, that isn't working for me anymore. So I'm going to take that out and I'm going to replace it with something that's more empowering. That's going to help move me forward. So that's kind of the, the, the gist of, of human design, but it tells you, oh my gosh, we would be here until tomorrow, quite frankly, if we were trying to, um, dive into all the different pieces of human design. So to start, we'll just start with the types. There's five types in human design and each type is... Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto, protein plus, to vegan and veggie, and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Equally important. And so talking about gratitude, sometimes people will, will get a type and they'll be like, oh, I don't want that one. <laughs> but the truth is that every single type is such a huge hugely important like you're a you're a really important piece of the puzzle and without all five types we wouldn't like the world wouldn't be able to go round in the way that it does so no matter what type you are the first thing is to just have like complete gratitude for all of your gifts and all of the challenges that may come with that type. Um, because I think that's, you know, I, I like to talk about perpetual gratitude is kind of this, this word that I like to use, which I think a lot of times when we think about gratitude, and I'd love to get your input on this, we think about, um, you know, we think about all the things that are going quote unquote good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. And when we create gratitude lists, it's like all the things that have really like that feel really good. And when I think about perpetual gratitude, it's realizing that when we get to this point um, that if we really have a lot of faith and trust in, in ourselves, in something bigger, in whatever's guiding us forward, then we realize that even the things that we might originally see as not good in quotes or negative 
are actually things to be just as grateful for because we have this innate trust that they're moving us in the direction that they're meant to move us. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. So I always encourage people when they think about gratitude, it's like, can we think about not just the things that, because like we think of right and wrong or good and bad, like those are really just relative terms. Um, You know, there's this Chinese proverb and you may have heard it, but I think it's really profound when it comes to gratitude. And it talks about how there's this, this farmer and he lost all of his, like all of his horses got out. And the whole town was like, oh my gosh, what terrible luck you have. Like, this is so terrible. And he says, we'll see. And then his horses come back and they come back with like a whole fleet of wild Mustangs. So he, by his horses leaving and coming back, he actually doubled his like fleet of horses. And the whole town was like, oh my gosh, what good luck. This is amazing. And he said, we'll see. And then his son was out trying to tame one of the the stallions and he fell off and he broke his leg. And the whole town was like, what terrible luck. And the farmer says, we'll see. And the next thing you know, their country is going to war and they started a draft. Well, his son couldn't be drafted because of his broken leg. And the whole town said, what good luck you have. And the farmer said, we'll see. And I think that's just a really powerful um, story when it comes to gratitude and really like good and bad being so relative because we can't always see the bigger picture. And so what we might think is bad today, we're going to have gratitude next week, next year, years from now seeing that that thing actually brought us, you know, so much closer. And it was like such a pivotal moment in a bigger picture that we just couldn't quite see yet. I love this perspective. And the the, the funny thing is that I, I knew the story, but I didn't think about it this way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, there's lots of, I'm sure there's a lot of different lessons that we can learn from that story. Um, But that's just the one that really rings true in my heart is it's so easy to judge a situation or a circumstance or an experience um, in the moment. But really, like, there's something so much bigger at play. And if we can sink into that, then we can really be just as grateful for the things that seemingly don't go our way as we are for the things that do. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I really love this perspective and it's it's so helpful, especially for for those of us that might be in a pickle right now, might be in a, in a situation that's uh, hard from some points of view and just can't, they just can't find uh, a, a reason or uh, something to to feel grateful for because they are they they are in in that particular situation and i i think this this is a wonderful story that that brings hope for for people in, in this situation isn't it yeah and i think there's a 
there's an essence of that hope that's just so powerful to to hold on to. And if there is one thing that I've experienced, and I promise we will get back to the human design stuff here soon. Um, but if there's one thing that I have experienced in my own work and working with so many women um, and just different people is that often the the darkness, when we're sitting in it, we can't see clearly. We can't see clearly all the things that we're going through, but it's it's in that darkness that we learn the most lessons. And if we don't know darkness, we also won't know light. And something that I read recently said that grief is an indication of how hard you can as like as hard how hard you can love. And I think that that's such a beautiful thing because if you're sitting in a place of darkness, remembering that without pain, we wouldn't know what pleasure is. If we didn't know dark, we wouldn't know light. And so you will get through it. There's always an other side to it. And whatever it is that you're working through right now, I don't know when. I don't know when, but I can promise you that at some point in this life, you will help somebody through this exact thing. Wow. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's it's such such a fresh perspective and and it's uh it's so hopeful because many of us and I'm sure that many of our listeners are these kinds of people that want to help other people, that want to be kind and knowing that uh if they're going to su- through something and they are able to help other people um, that are or will be going through something similar. Just make it makes so much sense, so much more sense to that they are going through this. It's it's wonderful perspective. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Oh, you're so welcome. So I think this is a this is a kind of we can we can pull this back into. Um, human design a little bit in the fact that there's a reason that you are going to fall into one of these types. And every type has like a unique purpose for being here on this planet. And if we can learn to tap into this and truly understand it, um, and understand that, you know, in the, in this work, what I've, what I really notice is that we're really good at seeing what we're not good at. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we are the ultimate at seeing our flaws, our weaknesses, the things we struggle with. But the thing that I love about human design and when I begin to work with people in this realm and it's part of this soul mastery method that I use. And the reason it's such a powerful tool is because it forces you to see how amazing you are. Mm. And I don't think we focus on that nearly enough. I love that. Yeah. And I think we go into, and sometimes, you know, something I've been hearing lately is in the personal development space is people are saying they need to take a break from it. Like it's, and, and I think this is a really interesting thing that's happening because the reason I believe that people think they need a break from personal development is because they are, they've, they're starting to see all of the things 
that are quote unquote wrong with them. Mm -hmm. And then they're forgetting or they're not spending an equal amount of time focusing and really strengthening the things that are so amazing about them. And so I hope that on this episode um, and with this conversation with you and your listeners that I can point out and help bring you back to seeing yourself for, for how great you are, because like you were put, I believe that every single person on this planet is here for a reason. And if we're only looking at our shadows all the time, then you're forgetting that it's actually your light that is going to, that's what's going to help people. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto protein plus, to vegan and veggie, and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about, um, let's talk about human design. So, and the, the different types, like I said, there's five different types. And I like to think about each type is like every single person in the, on the planet is like a unique puzzle piece in this big puzzle. And we would never want two of the same puzzle piece or else the puzzle doesn't work. Right. So this is where it's really fun because every single person is going to be is going to be unique. You're here to bring something unique. And the 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 five different types is like the foundational piece of your human design. It is the if you don't understand your type, then it's going to be like life is just going to be more difficult. And. So we'll start, we'll start with that because that's a lot of information just in itself. So like we said, if you don't know your type yet, like take a pause, maybe go to the website, get your chart, and it's going to be the first thing that's listed. You're going to be either a generator, a manifesting generator, a projector, a manifester, or a reflector. And so is this where we should just kind of start going through the different types and Yeah, so uh go to evolvebeyondlimits.com. I really want us to to have this uh as a really interactive experience instead uh, instead of just uh uh just listening. I, I want you and the listener to uh to find out if you don't know the energy type and um to find out which energy type you are so that what we'll be continuing uh talking about in in this conversation to 
make the most sense for you. So uh, go to evolvebeyondlimits.com, create your chart. I'm I'm looking at my chart right now. Um, and uh, yeah, start from there. Uh, of course, I, I have a lot of experience with, with astrology. My mother was uh, and still is a, a huge fan of astrology. And uh, she, she has created charts for me and for my brother and for the whole family since since I was born basically and uh, it's a it's really a wonderful way of getting to know yourself better and um, yeah for me this is the 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 relation that I so how it makes most sense for me relating uh, human design to astrology we each have a personalized chart uh, and we each have a, an energy type, like I'm a Capricorn, but I'm also a generator in human design. Uh, but the, my whole chart is, is quite more complex than just being uh, a generator or a Capricorn. And um, yeah, so getting back to uh, the main topic, uh, if you don't know your energy type, it's best that you, you find out and you'll enjoy the, the the rest of the interview much more and you'll find it much more useful so back to you <laughs> <laughs> no this is perfect I, I love that and i also think that you know one of the things that i'm really passionate about too is using human design as a way to connect more with the people around us and so something you can also do if you're up for it is and maybe you do this after you kind of learn about yourself is then you start to bring in um, if you have children, if you have a spouse, and if you have significant others, you can look up their charts too. Because fun fact about human design is that it was actually when it was channeled, the thought process behind it was that this would be used for parents to help their children. Mm. And that is really fun when you think about it, because if most of us are just going through and we're going to teach our kids what we know. We're going to teach the people around us the, um, you know, just habitually, we're going to be like, this is how the world works for me. So this is how the world should work for you. And in reality, we're all so different. And so the inhuman design, the thought was if you could raise your kid and everybody wants a blueprint for their child, right? Like, I think that's like an overarching thing. They're like, where's the manual? Okay, well, I have it. <laughs> you actually have a manual. And if the more that you can learn about um, yourself, them, and then how they interact, which again, we could go on to, we could have, a, we could have a whole series on this if we wanted to, um, then it's really fun because now your kid, your kids are growing up and they're learning how to be themselves, who they were born to be. And instead of, you know, in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, we have to go backwards and rewrite all of the stories that we've created. Um, you would just be living more in alignment with who you actually are from the get-go, which I think is the goal. Like just such a such a cool thing. So um that's another invitation for you. But we will what's let's kind of dive into to the different types and understanding some of the gifts and challenges and overarching purpose to each one. Does that sound good? Yeah, that does. And uh, before that, I, I just wanted to 
to point out that the, what you just said made a lot of sense because I am um, one of those children, you know, that uh, my mother was very interested in getting to know herself and also getting to know me as much as possible and how to help me become the best version of myself. And uh, she she did that through astrology. Um, but one of the most wonderful things related to this is that she, um, through this knowing of herself and of who I am uh, from a chart's perspective, that led her to better understand me and also accept some of the things that are quite different from the way she is as a human and the way she works. And I think this is so valuable. And for me as a child, it, it was so amazing feeling accepted and being encouraged to be to be myself. So yeah, I just wanted to to add that because I, I really have a personal experience with this. Oh my gosh, I'm so I love hearing um that. Thank you so much for sharing that because um I I I think it's actually somewhat rare and it's becoming more and more common to to see that but these types of tools haven't you know they're they're fairly new and some of them astrology is not new like and all of that stuff <laughs> but using them for this purpose i would say uh is really profound and i love to hear how that made an impact on you um because i think that you know i work a lot with the chakra system as well and we start around the age of like eight to 10, we start to shift away from who we are and we start to become who we think we need to be in order to be loved, to be accepted, to be, um, you know, all of those things that we're desiring at that point. So then we start to inspire we actually start to drift away from who we really are and we start to put on these masks or these personas and then we solidify them over like the next, you know, 12, 14 years. And if you didn't have to do that because you felt like you were like somebody truly understood who you were and they encouraged you to keep being you rather than conform to, you know, whatever rules or culture or whatever's going on around you, it's, there's just so much power in that. Yeah. So I love that your mom was so ahead of the curve on all of that. Yeah, definitely. I'm very grateful that, uh, that she chose this and that, uh, yeah, she, she was able to do this and she, she is able to, um, to see things from a different perspective. I know it's, it's not easy, but it's something that I've learned as well. Like it's uh, knowing that um, there are people that are quite different, that work quite differently than, than I do, just helps me accept them instead of just wanting me wanting them to be just the way I am and how I work. And it just makes it much easier in general I, in life. <laughs> yeah i think that's such a huge life lesson like um and that's where you know with human design one of my big things because i work i've worked with like teams i've worked with couples families all these different things and like the ultimate goal is to see that like 
it sometimes we think life would be easier if everyone just acted like we acted, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's like it's like a natural thing to believe that. And what my invitation is, and something that I've had to learn, like believe me, I was I I've had that same I had that thought process in my life as well. And what I've come to realize through human design is like even between my husband and I. Things that used to drive me insane because I couldn't understand why he would do something that way. I now see through the lens of this is a gift. And if I can, it's actually something that I can learn from him. Mm-hmm. And what a beautiful thing to look around at our fellow human beings and say, um, just because somebody's different doesn't make them wrong. And actually, there could be something here that I could learn if I can open my heart to that and realize that we don't, we're not all meant to be the same. Like how boring would it be if we were all the same? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. So like you were saying, um, comparing kind of human design and astrology, like, yeah, the the types that we're going to talk about today, consider this like the first um, peeling of the onion. It's like the first layer of the onion. So there's we go deeper and deeper and deeper into this system. But this is like the the foundational piece of understanding your human design is to understand um, your type. So we mentioned the five types. Now we're going to go in a little bit deeper into the like why that type is here what are some of the gifts and the challenges that come along with that type and how to utilize this um in human design it's it's always it's my philosophy on everything that i'm not here to teach you a bunch of things that are cool even though i will do that it's to help you live it because yeah. that's actually where change happens. Like if you just listen to this and don't try to implement any of it, you might as well have not have listened to it. (laughs) So I want to give you some tips on kind of how to do that too. So the first type, we'll start with generators. So generators are, they make up about 35% of the population and generators are like, they're the workhorses of the world. Meaning that you are literally here to find work that fulfills you and share that with humanity. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factors delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto, protein plus, to vegan and veggie, and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Yeah, <laughs> right? And what I love about like, so you said that you're a generator. 
Um, Generators are really collaborative, so they work best with other people. And it's fun that you are doing a podcast because one of the most famous generators is Oprah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And like something that you realize with Oprah is that Oprah never does anything alone. She's Mm. always interviewing somebody. She's always like it's it's always a collaboration with people. Yeah. Which is cool. So yeah, generators. And when I say to find fulfilling work, work can be so many different things. Work can be your job. It can also be if you are a stay-at-home parent, if you are um, if you volunteer and spend your it's how are you spending your time, right? And so whatever, whatever that is, but it's a lot of times for generators. And we'll talk about manifesting generators soon, but um, they always wonder why being fulfilled by their work is so important to them. And I'm giving you the answer because it's what you're here to do. <laughs> you're here <laughs> to be fulfilled by your work. And that actually is really striking, I believe, for a lot of people because when you, between generators and manifesting generators, Uh, manifesting generators are also here to find fulfilling work and they have a few other things, but they make up 70% of the population. Mm. And how many people like percentage wise, do we think are truly fulfilled by the work they do? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good question. I actually don't know the answer, but what I would say is that it's not, it's not a majority. And so When, like, it's so important for a generator to love what they're doing or feel really fulfilled by what they're doing, because if you're spending most of your day doing something that drains you, that you don't love, then of course, when you get home, you're going to struggle to put energy into your relationships, into your health, into, you know, all the other things that are important to you because you've just drained all of it, doing work that isn't lighting you up. So know that as a generator, you're here to find work that really fulfills you. And so um, as far as gratitude goes, if you are in a position or in a job that you don't, don't love at the moment, one, can I always say you can't leave something until you learn to love it? Mm, I love it. Yeah. And so think about you can work and choose to make a change. Like I want to find something that is more fulfilling. And you look around and what can you be grateful for? And like I was talking about, even in the perpetual gratitude is like, what is this job teaching you? And what is it teaching you that's really important to you that you might not be getting in this moment? And so that way, when you do find different work, you can make sure that it's in alignment with your core values and the way you want to be spending your time and what you, so like, think about what is the job that you do now? What do you love about it? Like what gets you out of bed? What lights you up? What's exciting? Um, And then also think about what drains you. And for most people, what, like, they're spending more time doing the things that drain them than the things that light them up. Mm. And so 
go ahead. Yeah, that makes perfect perfect sense. But I, I want to be I don't want to play the devil's advocate here, and um, ask. Okay, but don't we all want to be fulfilled work wise? Like, uh, what is the the difference here for um, like for generators compared to projectors or other types? Like, um, what's what's the um, the subtlety of this? Yes, no, that's a great question. So I think we we all do want to be fulfilled by our work. Uh, it's like we think about it as like, but for a generator and a manifesting generator, the difference is the work is not, it's oftentimes it's not just what they do. It's a part of who they are. Like there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a really big purpose to it. And because a generator has sustainable energy, meaning that they're like the energizer bunnies. If you can if you are if you love what you're doing from moment to moment, you have like so much energy throughout the day. You can just keep going and going and going and going. Where projectors, manifestors and reflectors, for example, they're actually not meant to really work a 9 to 5 job because they don't mm. have sustainable energy. They have um they can work in short spurts that are really potent, but then they need time away from other people. So like for a generator, yes, they're, they're kind of like, when you think about a team player, when you think about somebody that you want to collaborate with generators are who you want on your team, because they are going to, as long as they're fulfilled by the work that they're doing and they are bought into your mission they and they're using their gifts they're just going to be able to keep going and like bring so much um so much growth and evolution to your team however like a manifester is meant to initiate action and so they're not really meant to do the work they're meant to kind of oversee the work so do you see the difference there like yeah yeah. So yeah. generators are kind of like you hand you whatever you want to get done, you can hand it off to a generator and they're going to like run with it. So that's kind of and and we need people who are willing to just like take the work and do it. And we can't have not every single person can be a leader right of the company or else we would be we'd be in trouble as that goes too so generators are just really amazing team players they're really good collaborators and like as long as they're loving what they're doing um they will help you fulfill like whatever bigger mission you are out to fulfill that makes perfect sense and i'm guessing i, I might be biased since i'm a generator and i'm like but doesn't everyone work that way isn't everyone like that? <laughs> That's true, right? Because it, it's come so natural to you that, you know, we oftentimes, I always say we oftentimes don't see our superpowers because we assume that everybody has them. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so because it's so natural to you, um, other people might be like, yeah, I'd rather not work, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> or like whatever that looks like. But I'll tell you why that is. I believe that everybody is designed to work, but um, but it's just in different capacities. So yeah. So as far as uh as far as the generator goes, you have 
specific, um, there's a strategy that you use in life, meaning that if you follow this strategy, it will make your life easier. I promise. Like, because it's how you're meant to interact with life. And for a generator, the it's to respond, which means you never have to go out searching for opportunities necessarily. Like whatever opportunities, um, whatever is for you is going to come to you. This that one is hard. Sense. Go ahead. What? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I was thinking about situations. Yeah. Yeah. And this one is actually, especially at least for us in America, <laughs> this one is really hard for a lot of people mm. to understand because we are taught that if you want something, you need to go out and get it. And the only way to get what you want is to initiate it. And actually, there's only 8% of the population that is meant to initiate action. And so for generators, um, that there's going to be a spark. I call it a spark that comes from something outside of you. So it could be a person saying, hey, do you want to join me in this opportunity? Do you want to do this? You might get an email from something saying like, do you want to join this, you know, mastermind or go to this class? Or you might have had something pop up that says, do you want to listen to this podcast? And at, like, it's going to come to you through all these different things. You might see an ad on Instagram. And the trick here, though, is that whenever you, in human design, whenever you're making decisions, you make them from your gut, never your head. So for a generator, they you run off of your sacral motor, which is like it's your gut saying, yes, go forward with that or no, don't do that. And this is really important to understand because your head is like the ultimate liar. <laughs> and the reason yeah. I say that is because it does one of two things. Your mind is either going to make things significantly bigger than they are, because uh, that's what it does, or it's going to make decisions based on past experiences. So you might see something pop up and your mind is like, no, you can't do that because you've tried to do that in the past and it didn't work. And so, and it's doing that because it's trying to keep you safe. However, if your gut says, but I really want to, your gut is making decisions based on what's best for you in this moment and what is going to take you to the next level. And so if you want safety, go ahead and go with your head. But if you want like whatever success looks like to you in this on this planet, then follow your gut forward, even if it doesn't make sense in your head. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factors delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto protein plus to vegan and veggie and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, Discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. 
Head to factormeals.com slash gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com slash gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. I would say it makes perfect sense, but it's... <laughs> Um, yeah, I would be uh, saying it from the mind, even though I know that it's, uh, yeah, and it has been my experience that I, whenever I listen to, to this gut feeling, it led me to the, in the right places. So let's get to the other ones. I, I don't want to, uh, want us to talk too much about generators <laughs> just because. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So really quick, before we go to the other ones, I'm just going to go really fast through, um, the gifts of a generator is really that, like I said, that sustainable, that sustainable energy. And if you are living like a happy, fulfilled life, then opportunities are just going to be magnetized to you. You're very collaborative. Like I said, you're very, you're team players and you're really designed for mastery. You want to master yourself and master whatever the craft is that you're doing. So whatever that work is for you, um, it's really important to kind of master that. So just just know that you're you're a huge important piece of this puzzle. Um, I love 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 connecting with with generators. So, and if you want to, when you go to the website, you're going to get an ebook that will actually kind of break these down, where you can see the gifts, you can see the challenges, and all of that. So, um, so manifesting generators. These are generators at heart, but they have this other side to them. And they also make up 35% of the population. So both types of generators make up about 70% of the population. And the difference between a manifesting generator and a generator is that they're still here to find work that fulfills them, but they're also very empowering to the people around them. So uh, one of the most famous manifesting generators is Martin Luther King Jr. And when you think about what he did is he used his voice to create a movement in like-minded people. And that's really what manifestors or manifesting generators are here to do. They are, they're leaders. They tend to be really powerful leaders. Um, and like I said, there's also a flip side. They can be very disempowering too, but you just have to know how to work with it. But knowing that manifesting generators are really here to use their voice to shift the world and the way that the world thinks about certain things and bring people together and empower the people around them. So as far as their strategy goes, they're also meant to respond. So the opportunities will come to them. But they have a second, like manifesting generators tend to have a double dose of just about everything. So the other thing that they have to do is inform. So not only do they respond to what's going on around them, let's say somebody comes to them and says, hey, do you want to go on, you know, this retreat in November? And they're like, yes, I want to do that. Well, they also have to inform the people around them that are going to be impacted by that decision. And that might not seem like a hard thing to do, <laughs> but for a manifesting generator, I know because I am one, it is difficult um, because they don't like to be told no. 
and they don't mm-hmm. like to ask for permission to do things. So if I had to go to my husband and say, Hey, I just wanted to, to let you, like, I'm going to go to this retreat in November. Um, there's a chance that he's going to tell me no. And there's a chance that he's going to that he's going to try to slow me down in some way. And therefore it stops manifesting generators from telling people what they're going to do, which actually ends up causing way more harm than good. So just, just warning everybody out there. It's like, learn from my mistakes that will never, it doesn't work because the whole point of informing is actually so that people can help you. If you tell people what you want to do, then they're going to be able to help get you there. They're not going to try to stand in your way and tell you no. They actually will be able to kind of collaborate with you and and make whatever it is that you're working on or that you want to do even better. And one of the challenges for manifesting generators is they move really, really quickly, which means that they can skip steps. They can be prone to skipping steps. So know that the more you bring people in, they might slow you down a little bit, but that's not always a bad thing. So have gratitude for the people in your life who are willing to ask your like ask questions. So, um, so manifesting generators, your some of your gifts is that you are kind of you appear to be a little bit superhuman from the outside in because you move so fast and you are so passionate and you have all like you, you can multitask, which no other type actually can. Like you can be multi-passionate and multitask. Um, and so people look at you and they wonder how you're doing all the things you're doing. And you might not even think you're that busy. So know that that's a gift. Um, you're very empowering. So just being in the room with a manifesting generator can sometimes give you enough energy to like do whatever it is that you didn't feel like you were empowered enough to do before. So that's really beautiful. And they're also like designed for mastery and they have so much energy and they move really fast. They move really fast. So generators and manifesting generators, just so you guys know who I'm who I'm speaking to for your physical health it is so important that you find ways to move physically every single day because you have so much pent up energy within you. (laughs) It needs a place to go. Yeah, I know. I know. So that's hard to sleep if I don't consume all of it. (laughs) Yes. And it will be like super hard to sleep. You're I, so I love that you brought that up. Um, so this, all of these things like impact every, everybody, mental, emotional, physical, and energetic. So we're always kind of looking at it from that point of view. So manifestors, manifestors, I love them. I'm actually like surrounded by manifestors. Um, They make up 8% of the population. So they're actually pretty, um, they're pretty rare and unique. But a manifestor is a leader at heart. They are here to initiate action, to start things and to keep things moving forward. Uh, manifestors have really, really powerful energy. And here's the thing, because of that, if you are a manifestor, there's one of two things that will happen. People who are really secure with themselves are going to be very drawn to you. They are going to, you're going to be very empowering and very delightful to them. However, if a manifestor uh, encounters somebody who has a lot of insecurities within themselves, Um, more than likely, this is like an energetic thing. 
they're probably not going to like you. And that's really hard as a manifester to have people who like energetically just don't really like them. And the thing is, they don't really even know why. And so if you're a manifester, it's really important for you to understand that your energy is so powerful that there are going to like, there are going to be people who struggle with that energy and you don't have to dim your light just because other, it makes some other people uncomfortable. And that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And so, so manifestors, sometimes they can be the ones that you really have to see the gratitude in how powerful you are (laughs) because (laughs) there is a, there's a whole nother side of it that, um, can feel a little deflating, you know, and you're like, well, I'm just like, I'm just being me. Why does this person not like me? And like, that's just not up to you. You have to choose to not see it that way. Um, and so for a manifester, they just have to, they just have to inform. So when they decide to do something again, they just need to tell the people who are going to be involved with it, what they're going to do so that those people can come in and help them. And man, think about a manifester is like, hey, we're going to do this project. And then they hand it off to the generators and manifesting generators of the world and they go and make it happen. So that's like the power of a manifester is they kind of start it, but they don't they don't need to finish it. They can actually hand it off to the other types to finish the work that they start. So. Your gifts as a manifester is that you're very powerful, super influential. Um, You don't have to wait for things to come to you. You can just initiate action on anything you want to do, like anything that gives you that spark of like, who I'd be, I'm curious as to what that would be. They also um, are very free spirited, very independent, and they tend to be kind of mysterious because that's just like, it's part of who they are, which is fun. And uh, they, they're very driven people. So they tend to be very successful as well. So that's, those are like the, the, the really quick lowdown on manifestors. Projectors make up 21% of the population and projectors are here to be the wise guides of the world. So they are a different type of leader than a manifester, but they're like, Like think about projectors as like the next generation of leaders where they lead through guidance, not force. And projectors are really fascinating because they see everything from a bird's eye view. Like everything is, they see it from a really high perspective, which is what their gift is. And so if you have a projector in your life, like, they need to be recognized, first of all. <laughs> so recognize them for their gifts and ask them for guidance because they have got wisdom beyond what you can even imagine. They are such wise souls if they are asked for their opinion. So that's like the really interesting thing about a projector is that a projector could be the wisest person in the world. And if you don't ask them for their advice, and they try to give it to you, you're not going to hear them. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule 
by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from Calorie Smart, Keto Protein Plus to Vegan and Veggie, and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Even if they're right. And it's just the way that they interact. Um, so projectors are beautiful, beautiful beings. And they they are very observant of everyone and everything around them. So since they were kids, they were more focused on what was going on outside of them than what was going on within them. So know that about if you are a projector, um, know that you probably spend more time focusing on others than you do yourself. And so learning to kind of harmonize and find a balance in that, there's there's a lot of beauty to it. And it can get you into trouble because you can forget that you're important too. Mm, that so, makes perfect sense. And, and I wanted to, to get to, uh, to something else. I didn't want to interrupt you. Uh, my girlfriend is a projector. And the, the funny thing is that uh, I went at, at some point into a collaboration, as generators do. And I was so certain that uh, it's a good one and things are going to, to work out great. And um, she, she didn't feel that it was the, the right thing to do. And she said that I don't think this this guy is the the best person to to collaborate with. And after a few years, I found out that she was right. And um, actually, it was a mistake on my side to to go for that and to uh, get myself in, involved with that person. So <laughs> it works. Yeah, it fits perfect. Like if you're, my sister is actually a projector. And if you have a projector in your life, um, they are very, very intuitive and they are really, they're really good at guiding others and have, like I said, they have a lot of wisdom. So the only thing is if you're interacting with a, a projector or you are a projector, you need to be invited or are recognized for your contribution. So if if somebody doesn't ask you for your opinion and you try to give it, they're not going to hear you. And so that's one of the most difficult things for projectors is it's like they're sitting on this gold mine of wisdom. And unless somebody asks them for it, they can't give it out. And so if you are a projector or you have projectors in your life, um, 
ask for their wisdom because they have so much to share, but they really can't do it unless they're unless they're asked for it. So just know that about being a projector. And I love that story because they are so intuitive. It's so fun. Yep. Okay. So lastly, uh, but not least, is the reflector. So reflectors make up only 1% of the population. Um, I have a theory on this. Their reflectors are literally here to reflect their environment back to the people around them, meaning that they're like the ultimate mirror. So if a reflector, if you're in the presence of a reflector and they are happy, then you know that the environment that you're in is healthy. If you see a a reflector and they're unhappy, then their environment is actually unhealthy. And so I think the more and more reflectors I meet are actually kids. And so I think that there's more and more of them coming into the world because we're finally willing to do this work, to be self-aware. Before, it would have been really hard to walk around as a mirror because nobody wanted to see themselves, (laughs) right? (laughs) So I'll be curious to see what happens over the upcoming years and if if that that percentage starts to go up. So, um, but yeah, reflectors are really amazing. They tend to be very talkative. They're very passionate about life. They have this innate way of seeing the potential in others, which can oftentimes lead them to being disappointed in people because like they know what you're capable of and yet you're not living up to it. So that's kind of an interesting thing. They're also very connected to nature and they're very connected to like environmental or humanitarian efforts because they see the world as it should be, which is like it, they see the oneness. And so any separation of the world is really destructive to a reflector. Like they just don't understand how we, how certain people can live a certain way and other people can live another way. Like my niece is actually a reflector and we used to live in downtown Detroit and we took her to a baseball game. And the way that seeing the homeless people was just, she could not for the life of her understand how some people can live, you know, like a life where that is where they have plenty of money and all the things and they've got a home and they're safe and they're cared for. And then other people are living on the, like on the street. Like that is so difficult for a reflector because they just, they see the world for the beauty that it could be. And so just know that about reflectors too. um, If you have one in your life or you are one and they have a really interesting strategy, they actually have to wait a full moon cycle to make, decisions (laughs) which is like a 29 day thing so they're they really struggle to make decisions um so if you know a reflector in our world where we don't really tolerate people taking a long period of time to make decisions and they actually need that so uh, it's just something that's really important to know so yeah that's kind of a little bit of a breakdown on the different types and uh like i said if you download the ebook, you're going to see that there's also challenges to every single type. And we've talked about gratitude a little bit in this, in this, you know, conversation together. And I think just being able to see the gratitude in both and also seeing 
the gratitude and the different types and the people that are closest to you and being able to see what you might think are their differences for what they really are, which is like opportunities to learn and be curious. And they're like what you may see as a struggle for them is actually one of their gifts and just being able to see, um, yeah, how that all kind of comes together. Yeah, I think it's knowing ourselves better and um, understanding ourselves better and how we work and how other people work is something that's that can be very helpful in appreciating ourselves for who we are and what we are, for the gifts that we have, the superpowers that we might not even be aware of, but also appreciate other people in, in their own uniqueness, in their own uh, way of being that is quite different from ours. And um, But that doesn't mean that it's any less uh, wonderful. And I, I think this is a, a, a powerful lesson that uh, at least I'm getting from, from these energy types and that I'm I'm working on myself in, in my own relationships to, to appreciate, even though not all of my, all of the people around me are generators, to appreciate those, those qualities, even if they are different uh, than the things that I consider normal, that I consider as something that everyone should have or anyone should be. And yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, it's very, very powerful. Um, like I said, to just really see the see the gifts in everybody. And, you know, as coaches, as leaders, as mentors, as different things, it's just so important to understand that that we're not all the same and that what works for us might not necessarily work for the next person. And I think the more like this is such a powerful system to be able to incorporate into um, your coaching, into whatever you're doing so that you can help really have an in-depth understanding of who somebody is and guide them to be the best version of them, not the best version of you. Yeah, I love that. It's really hard to do in many situations and I'm sure that uh, it's not easy um, in different kinds of relationships with spouses, with, with children. And uh, yeah, I have a great appreciation for my mom that she was able to to appreciate and accept me even though I'm quite different different from her and from uh, compared to how she is. And um, yeah, it has inspired me to to try to to do that as well with uh, with the people in my life and uh, to appreciate them as they are, not as uh, I might think that they should be one way or another. So, yeah, I I think this is this is wonderful and it's it's very powerful because we will be interacting with other humans all of our life, and um, they are going to be different. And if we are able to to appreciate these differences we are going to have a, a different kind of experience and it's going to be much better and much easier for them as well. So um, there's, there's another 
thing that I'm I'm curious about, if you want to to expand a little bit on, is um, what are what are the the four elements of Mother Earth and how we can reconnect with them. Mm. Yes. Okay. This is so good. So uh, the four elements of of Mother Earth, and this is. So I have a, a system that I have created to kind of take people down a path of um, soul mastery. And so when when I say soul mastery, sometimes people are like, well, what does that, what the heck is that? <laughs> and through my own personal journey, I've realized that most people are kind of searching for a few things. Um, whether you realize it or not, is they're, they're searching for freedom is one. Two is to be at peace with themselves or to cultivate some sort of inner peace. And three is like this liberation to show up in the world as their most authentic self. So that is what I am devoted to helping people through when with this system. Um, it does include human design, but it's a lot of different ancient wisdom and modern sciences. And one of those like the the foundational piece is um nature is one of the first things that that we learn how to understand and walk through and yes it's our connection to other like mother earth and it's also our connection to like who we are and how we experience life in our physical body so when we think about mother earth we have four four different elements and so there's, there is earth, there's water, there's fire, and there's air. And these all can teach us so many things. And the way that I work with these four elements is in this soul mastery method, we, it's correlated to the chakra system, which are like the energy centers within our body. And the first one is our root. And that's our connection to earth. It's our connection to the earth element because it's what offers us stability and safety. And it's like our core foundation. And something that I, you know, I always say, if you want to know how somebody truly feels about themselves, look at how they treat the earth. Because we have this responsibility to mother earth. It's our only, it's our only thing that we have to live on. And we treat it oftentimes um, as something that's not that important. And so this earth element is what allows us to feel safe. It allows us to feel stable. It allows us to create a foundation that everything else can build on, right? So if you were a tree, we would need the soil and the earth to be able to plant our, our seed, grow roots, and then allow us to grow as human beings in this, on this planet. So we, that's like the earth element. Then we move into the water element is connected to our sacral or it's connected to our emotions. 
So our emotions are kind of like the tide in the ocean. They come, <laughs> they come and they go and they come and they go. And we go through the whole spectrum of emotion. And the water is the beautiful essence of flowing. So while earth is very sturdy and very hardy and very foundational, water flows. It, if it's in a container, it's going to fit to whatever container it's in. So it's like earth is strategy and structure while water is um, flow and surrender. And we need both of those things in our life. And so we allow ourselves to, it's actually a very, water is a very cleansing energy too. So if you're ever feeling like you're in a funk or anything like jumping in water or taking a shower or um, anything that kind of gets you taking a bath can be a really powerful way to kind of cleanse your energy. So, so that's like water. And then we have fire. So fire is associated with our solar plexus and fire is the element of transformation. So if we... And it's associated with action. So if we don't take action, we can't expect something to change. So you could sit there and pray about it all day long. But if you aren't willing to take action to shift it, then it's not going to shift. And so fire, I always say, you know, there's a, there's if anybody's familiar with the the essence of the phoenix, the phoenix rises from the ashes to be born again. And to kind of like, well, what people don't necessarily realize about the phoenix is that the phoenix, when it's ready, it makes a choice to set its nest on fire. So it actually sets its own nest on fire. And I think that that's the way we need to look at life and our transformation and our evolution is that there's not always going to be something that comes along and sets your nest on fire so that you have to change. You get to make that choice every single day. What piece of me needs to burn and transform so that I can rise in my consciousness so I can rise in all of these things? And so the fire is like that. It's that action piece. It's that transformation piece. It is the, it's, it's, it's really where transformation happens. Um, and then there's air and air is connected to our heart and it's connected to, it's all pervading, right? And our heart is the, is the essence of unconditional love. So kind of in a lot of the things that we've been talking about today is how do we love ourselves unconditionally? So we don't love ourselves only if we do this, this, and this, or we got everything done on our to-do list, or we're acting a certain way. We love ourselves always. And only when we do that, can we then start to give that same unconditional love to the people around us. We can only love others to the extent at which we love ourselves. And so air is like that pervading, like airs everywhere. It reaches every single nook and cranny. It goes everywhere. It, it's, it's our own life force through our breath. And so when you think about that, love and unconditional love is the power to heal all. There is nothing in this planet and beyond that cannot be healed by the power of love. And so 
yeah, that's just kind of like a an overview of the four elements and how profound they are in like our healing and expansion journey. Um, yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it, and um, it's it's so interesting how how it works and how we can apply this to to our life and uh, how we can use the different elements in different situations like you mentioned with the water i've seen this in my own experience that it's really helpful to um in different kinds of situations just to take a shower and it changes the the way we feel the way we think about uh certain things that are going on in our life and uh yeah it's fascinating how that works yeah. And I just want to like put this out there. Um, do not actually set yourself on fire. Um, so that's not how we use the fire element, but <laughs> you know, something that I actually have people do and it's another nature connector is, um, the moon is like such a powerful connection to the, our feminine essence and like the, into just nature in general. And so the full moon is a really powerful time to reflect and kind of um, see what needs to be released in my life. Like what is what habits, thoughts, actions are getting in the way of me like living my best life, living the life that I want to live. Uh, who do I need to forgive? What is some anger or other emotions that I need to release? And then you can like write all these things down. And you can actually do like a full moon ceremony where you actually do take these things and you write them down and then you burn them and you can burn them outside on your grills. Sometimes I've done it in a pot, like you can burn them wherever you want to do, but it's that fire and that symbolism of kind of like catching these things on fire and asking for that transformation. And the smoke that rises is kind of like you're releasing it back to Mother Earth. And she has the ability to hold so much more than we do. And she's happy to take it for us if we're willing to give it. So um, that's a way that you can kind of use that fire element. I love it. I have done this myself and it's it's very liberating and um, yeah, I believe that every once in a while it's important for us to to do some kind of exercise of this sort because we do tend to hang on to to so many things that keep us from from being grateful. So, yeah, thank you so much for for everything that you shared today, for all of the knowledge and all of the uh, wonderful thoughts that you you shared with us. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm truly um, so grateful and so blessed to be here and just be able to share this space with your community. My pleasure. My pleasure. And uh, let our audience know how uh, they can get in touch with you, where where they can find you. Yeah, you can. Um, I will, if you go onto the website and you put in your chart and you kind of sign up for the newsletter. I do send out like one newsletter a month. I'm not, you know, I don't send out a ton of stuff in that capacity, but I would say that even heading over to Instagram and we can probably link this in the show notes, but it's Stacy S T A C Y underscore Geisel G I S S A L. Um, I'm active on Instagram probably for the most part. 
and you can ask any questions or just anything that, you know, you kind of took away or you're curious about. I'm happy to um, interact there too. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Thank you so much once again. And uh, yeah, we'll keep in touch. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Gratitude Seeker. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now.